This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. You're tuned to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is a program called Your Time to Shine, a program all about Reiki and self-love. And it's our pleasure, as always, to have in the studio, in the hot seat, so to speak, Celine Harlow. How are you going, Celine? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Now, if we want to come and see you uh, and talk to you about Reiki and self-love, how do we do that? Cool. So the easiest way, as always, is to go to my website, which I just renovated completely. I'm so happy with the results. So you guys have to go there. So my website is mydawninglight.com, mydawninglight.com. And there you have all the information that you need in order to start working with me. And you have a Facebook page too? I do. And I have I have a Pinterest page and also have meditations available on Insight Time. I have a YouTube profile. It's crazy. You're I'm everywhere. everywhere. You are everywhere. Click my darling light on Google and you will. And what are we going to talk about today? See me everywhere. We are going to talk about how to find your purpose. Yes, and everyone uh, does need a purpose, don't they? Absolutely, yeah. And I was doing my research for this for this show, and and there is a difference between the real purpose and the fake purpose. You know, purposes that we think we need to achieve in our lives like you know getting married getting a job going to university and it's very interesting to find out that maybe the real purpose is something that is beyond those things that are expected of us yes indeed Mm. so how do you find your purpose well the idea is that your purpose you already know what your purpose is deep inside you how do you know that though how do you know what you how how do you know what your purpose is in life well, I know because I did my research and mm-hmm. I did healing on myself. <laughs> and it started with, you know, one little step and then another little step. And, you know, where I was five years ago, mm-hmm. I would never have known that I would be standing, I mean, sitting here today recording this show. It would have sounded crazy. Yeah. And in English, even crazier. And so the idea really is that you already know your purpose because otherwise who would, who would tell you and, you know, would you believe them? Mm-hmm. So the answer is already within you. Sure. Is having a purpose in life the same as why are we here? We talked about that once before, didn't yeah, we? Why we did. are we here? But I think it's a slightly different subject. When we recorded that show, Why Are You Here? The answer was so that you could master unconditional love, so that mm. you could um, experience unconditional love for yourself and for others. And this show is more about, you know, why are you here? What's, that was the same <laughs> question, but what is your purpose? What are you, why are you specifically here yeah, so on this earth now? Yeah, I suppose, for instance, uh, the average person might wake up and say, I need a purpose in my life, and my purpose might be for me to get through my life. I need to do specific things, like I probably need to work. So I get up in the morning, I know I've got somewhere to go, so I have a purpose in life. My purpose might be different to your purpose, though. Absolutely, yeah, we have specific purposes that are individual and very special to each of us. I think that a purpose is best defined as a message Mm. that you are here to share with the world. So, for example, my purpose is to spread the message about self-love and to allow every person I come across, I meet, to um, find their purpose. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Our purpose is preordained. What do you mean? Well, so you're in the womb, and before you're born, uh, a greater being, perhaps, if you believe in that sort of thing, has ordained your purpose in life. So, mm. for instance, if we believed in fate or destiny, it's your destiny to be here today. You'll be nowhere else. There was nothing going to stop you being here mm. because uh, was that preordained? Was that your purpose in life to follow the pathway that you did? Or do you think you've chosen your pathway but you might not have? 
I believe that you have a message, a mission, mm. and that you can take it as far as you want to go, right? I could still be in France and still work as a librarian or an information specialist or whatever it is that I studied. And I could still do this and still achieve my purpose, you know, help others shine their light. Mm. Or I could be here today and have this incredible business that I have built myself. How mm. crazy is that? And I could take this a lot further. It's not, it wouldn't be failing for me to have remained in France. It just would have been would, your purpose. It would have taken a different shape, yeah. But would it have been your purpose to stay in France if we believe in a preordained purpose? I believe that we make choices, and all the choices that we make take us closer to who we truly are. Mm. What if we think that we don't have a purpose? How do we get one? <laughs> you cannot go to the shop and get a <laughs> purpose. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, so if you think, well, if you wake up in the morning, you say, well, okay, well, yeah, what, what is my purpose in life? You think, well, yeah, I've got to go to work because I've got a family to feed, I've got to pay the mortgage. Um, is that the purpose? Well, does it satisfy you? If the answer is yes, then yes. If it doesn't satisfy you or not completely or you know that you could be doing something mm-hmm. really different. You know, we all have these dreams that we used to have when we were young adults or even children. You know, I want to write this book. Yep. I want to experience this. I want to travel there. I want to meet with this kind of person. I want to, I don't know, whatever. Mm. And then, you know, we become adults and then we start thinking, oh, I need to go to uni. I need to get a job. I need to get a higher paying job. I need to get a partner. I need to get a family. But are these things really your purpose? Is it something that you have consciously chosen for yourself? Or is it something that you actually truly desire? I think when I looked at the notes that you sent through, it's sort of like uh, your notes might have said, you know, whatever gets you going in life. Mm. So what you know, what drives you? Um, but if, if just driving you, if you don't really know what you're doing, what's the point? Absolutely. And I think we've all had those mornings, you know, you wake up and you just, you're not looking forward to the day ahead at all. You're going to a job that you truly hate with colleagues that you don't really get along Mm. with, who who don't really understand or know you. And that's the worst kind of death. Imagine that. I can't imagine that. Yeah, well, my my dad has done this for Mm. his entire life and he's about to retire now Mm. and his life is about to start. That's how he speaks of it. And, you know, how awful is that, you know, that my dad, someone that I truly admire, thinks that this is the only thing that he's entitled to, that he's worthy of. Mm. I believe that there's more. Why would you put yourself through that, I wonder? Why would your father put himself through that when he's got a daughter who has got all the answers? (laughs) And haven't you been advising him? I think he just doesn't know that there's more available to him. Like, he, he's always had these dreams, but his, they've always been on the back burner. And as you've said, you know, he's, he's had a family and he's had to provide for them. And, you know, he didn't feel like he had a choice. But truly, we always have a choice. And I feel that if he had followed his true dream, you know, who would he be now? Are you uh, seeing that from your father's point of view? Or are you seeing that from your point of view that you think your father is seeing? Is, did your father say, oh... Jeez, can't wait to retire because I've had a horrible job working with horrible people. Or uh, is that what your interpretation of what he's doing? I think doing? both. I yeah. think every time I speak to him, he complains about his job, and that's for me a clear sign that something needs to change. But nothing changes. So you know, it's a choice that we make, and there's no good or bad choice. There's no right or wrong choice. It's just a choice that we make, and we need to assume the consequences. And my suggestion for this show today is to say, well, actually, maybe there's more. And maybe, you know, you've had this dream for a very long time, and you've always said it's not possible. I don't have the time. I don't have um, enough money. Mm-hmm. And you're making all these excuses. But truly, you know that this is the way that you need to go. Some of those things that you just mentioned aren't excuses, though. If he, he might want to say, you might say to your father, well, I want to go and travel Europe for the next three years and it's going to cost $200,000 to do that but I've only got 
$10,000 in the bank. So your father's right on the button. He can't afford to follow his dreams. Do you have to take that into account, don't you? Mm. From a spiritual point of view, if this is something that you really choose, mm. that you decide that you want to do, and this is, this is the way it's going to happen, the money is going to show up. Really? It's a law of attraction one-on-one. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and it has been my experience as well. You know, at the beginning of my business, I didn't really have a lot of clients. I didn't have, um, you know, um, um, consistent revenue, but I still wanted to go ahead, right? Sure. So it was really difficult. But I knew where I was going. And so there was a lot of fear for me, like, why, what if it doesn't work? What mm-hmm. if my clients hate me? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All these fears. But you just keep going until you create something that you're really, truly proud of. I could have just, you know, d- um, you know, been hired as a receptionist, you know, in a yes. very boring office, and I would have killed my heart, I, I swear. But I chose instead to do something else, something different, even though it was difficult. Although, if we put that uh, scenario into perspective, um, you set up the little business, uh, you're obviously very good at what you do, you spoke to your clients, they recommended you to other people, your business grew that way, and it has continued to do so. So, you made your future. That's completely different to your father needing $200,000 to follow his dreams because just wishing for that $200,000 to appear is probably not going to happen, is it really? I mean, I can see where you grew your business through sheer hard work, great feedback from your clients without going over all that again. That's different to what we're talking about, um, wishing for money, isn't it? Mm. Okay, let's assume one thing. Now, your thought have... And if your thoughts have an effect on the way you live your life, mm-hmm. that's the basic uh, principle of theta healing. You know that your, your yeah. thoughts create your reality, your belief systems create your reality. So if you think it's not going to work, I'm never going to have the money, I'm never going to have the money, you're never going to go on that holiday. And it could be something beautiful, it could be something that would truly change your life. But if you're focused on it's not going to work, it's not going to mm-hmm. work, it's not going to work, you're actually not going to, you're actually, you're not actually going to create that reality. And you're also, if for example, you're, partner was to give you exactly the amount of money that you need in order to have the most amazing experience in Europe mm. well you know you probably wouldn't, wouldn't would not accept it because you're like it's not working you know I need the money this way and it's not going to come another way and it's not working it's not working it's not working so it's you know one thing like two things you're not going to create it and if it was given to you you would not recognize it so either way it doesn't happen to you I wonder though being a cynic that perhaps when you talk to people, uh, particularly say say someone who's getting on a bit in years, and here I am, um, nearly 65 years old, and I say, okay, I want to go to Europe for the next three or four years. I know it's going to cost a couple of hundred thousand dollars because I have travelled and I know it's very, very expensive. And unless someone uh, left me the money or um, I won the lotto, for instance, there is just no way in the next few years that I have available uh, in my working life that I'm going to be able to save that much money. So if I came to you for some advice, for instance, and you said, oh, well, well, what's going to happen? You know, you just put it out there, the law of attraction is going to work. <laughs> is, there, is there a problem when you raise someone's expectations up that it is going to work when the reality is it ain't? I have been working on a law of attraction for years now, yes. and I'm still not a master of it. I'm still working on it every day. Yeah. But, um, okay, let's give you an example. So you really want to go on a holiday to Europe. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay, cool. So the idea is that you're going to imagine yourself 
you know, doing your yeah. holiday, on your holiday. You're going to imagine exactly, you know, what it f- would feel like to walk in the streets of Greece mm. and to um, get ice cream in Italy and everything else that you want to experience. And you're going to imagine as if your body was already yes. walking the streets and having those experiences and eating all these beautiful meals and meeting all these beautiful Sounds people. Sounds great. But you're going to imagine it as if it's already yours, as if it's already yours. And when you truly know that there's truly no other option, this is what's going to happen. But on the way, you're going to have to uncover your blocks around, you know, am I truly worthy of this? Mm. Can't I use the money for this, for my children? Like, isn't it stupid to go on a holiday at 65? You know, I've already, um, it's too late for me. Like, I should just, you know, spend time in my mm. garden. And you're making all these excuses. And that's the things that you're going to, that you're going to um, need to uncover in order for you to truly experience that holiday. Mm. Otherwise, you're just convincing yourself that you can't do this. And therefore, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. It's not really my fault it's just a choice that you made sure but where's the money going to come from <laughs> so we could go around and around in circles because um so what you're saying is i mean i'm i'd have to suggest i am a positive type of person and and if i put my mind to it for instance and all i thought about over the next few days or the next few weeks or months was the scenario that you have just described so what you're saying to me is that the money would come is that what you're saying the money will come if you know that it will come if there's truly no other option and that you truly know in your heart that this is something that you're worthy and deserving of mm. then it comes I made a list a few a few weeks ago I needed a certain amount of money by a certain amount of time mm. and I made a list of all the ways that money could come through yeah. for me and the list was so long I, I, I listed all the craziest ways possible I could get a tax refund I could get pre-inheritance money I mm. could um, you know sign up a yep. client for my pre my private coaching program I could get money from this 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 and this in that way and so then I realized well actually I'm much more abundant than I thought I was and also you know money can come to me in so many different ways mm. but when you're open to these miracles these opportunities these um, gifts then they're going to come to you if you don't expect them if you don't really want them to happen and you're you're actually pretty happy um, you know, to live the, mm. your life the way it is now, then they're not going to show up because you don't really want them. So how did the money show up for you? You can tell me. I won't tell anyone else. I got a gift from a friend. Yes. Was it an unexpected gift or had you put the word out there that you were looking for some money? It was a very unexpected gift from really? someone I didn't know. And they weren't aware of the fact that you were... They wanted to give that money away. Yeah. And you and said, I'll have it. Pretty much. Yeah. And it was very uncomfortable for me. I truly desire, I really wanted to manifest the money through my business. I really wanted to, mm. you know, work with enough clients to have the, all the money that I needed to in order to be able to do this thing. And instead, you know, the money come from this very unexpected source. And it really surprised me. And I didn't really want to say yes because I felt that I didn't hadn't really earned it, which is a block in itself, right? If I don't earn it, it's not mine. It's not yeah. my money. And so it took me a lot of... Um, Humility, I think, yeah, mm. in order to say yes to that money. But the money came. I wonder, uh, is that law of attraction, we're sort of getting off the track a bit, mm. what we were talking about, does that law of attraction mainly work for spiritual type people like yourself, for instance? Because I know, I could tell you a story f- from my own point of view, right? Um, when you uh, sent me an email a couple of weeks ago and said that you've been coming in, right? I have thought of nothing since except your delicious bread that you make. <laughs> And you often bring me some bread in, and it is, uh, tell our listeners, it's absolutely delicious. But you turned up today with no bread. So and that's happened? why you're asking me really hard <laughs> questions today. <laughs> but So, yeah, there was the, the law of attraction. Why didn't it work for me? Because I'm a, a doubting Thomas, or what got in the way of that? Me not making bread yes. today. Yeah, I know. I'm making bread tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah, but what I'm saying, do you need to be a spiritual type of person to attract the good things in life? Does that help or? Not really. I think I think the Bible talks about the law of attraction as well. You know that um, I can't remember the verse exactly, but you know Jesus says that you know if God takes care of the sparrows in the fields, mm. you know why wouldn't He take care of you? It's it's just a different way of saying things. And you know I grew up in, in a very strict Christian environment, and I, I grew up with those mirac- miraculous stories as well. Yes. And it was just a different way of saying things. I remember. Um, uh, meeting a couple of missionaries, and um, they really needed the money to support themselves in their work in some re- really remote mm. part of the world. And uh, they needed the money, and they obviously couldn't get a job because they were working full-time in this community. And they prided, and they prided, and they prided, and they prided, and they became so convinced that the money would come. It, it was just... I can't, I can't really say. It's like seeing that the, things, the thing is already in your presence, but it's going to come in your future. I, it doesn't really make sense, but I hope you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, sure. And the money came because they com- became so convinced that it was their work was of high value and that mm-hmm. God was taking care of them. And so the money needed to come because the money needed to come because the project needed to continue. And the money came exactly the right amount. Why doesn't it happen to everyone then? Why do we have so much poverty in the world and you know, people who are ill, who need money for operations, we've got starving children, we've got people without homes, they don't want to live like that. Why aren't they getting the law of attraction? Or is that their purpose in life to be going through this at this time in their lives? I think there are a few things here. We are here to learn. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned in the previous episode, we're here to master unconditional love. And we, we really love to learn through hardships. And it's also, you know, we've done a, a lot of terrible things on this earth, and now we're coming into this new age of light. You know, if I had been born 50 years ago, I would have taken that desk job. But today, I have more opportunities, and I have all this knowledge and wisdom available to me. All these new modalities that are coming, all these new teachers that are coming to help us to mm. make different decisions, to make conscious decisions, and to um, work in a way that will support everyone in your community rather than just support yourself. Mm. So... I believe that things are changing. I know more and more people who are waking up and deciding to make different decisions, who are waking up to their purpose, Mm. who are realizing that life can be different and life can be beautiful. And there are so many beautiful projects that are just um, being birthed right now out of this desire um, to experience unconditional love. So if we wake up in the morning and we say, well, like your dad maybe should have done, he said, this is not my cup of tea anymore. I want to change my life. I I, I have a new purpose in life. What would be the best way for someone to go about that? Bearing in mind that your dad probably had a family to look after, probably had a mortgage, and needed to put food on the table, and for him to say, yeah, look, yeah, bring his boss up and say, I'm not coming in today. I've got a new purpose. I'm not quite sure what it is yet, but this is not it. (laughs) What would you recommend? How would we go about setting up our new purpose? Well, we, we, we said earlier that, you know, your purpose can be something that's very special to you. It doesn't need to be a full-time job, you know, self-employed or um, mm. you know, a, a, um, a speaker, you know, any, anything. It could be just raising your family and that could be your purpose mm. in this life. So it doesn't mean that you need to abandon everything that you've created so far, but that you can transition very slowly into what it is that you want to create. Mm-hmm. So, for example, my dad wanted to be a teacher instead of being an accountant. And so he could have decided to take evening classes in order to learn what he needed to learn and get ready for um, Mm. the whatever the word is in in French. But anyway, so, you know, he could have just decided to have a transitionary period into what he really what what it is that he really wanted to do. But um, 
he just didn't think it was it was appropriate. I think he just decided that he needed to give up on himself and his dreams because he had a family to provide for. Mm. Or he saw that as per- that was his sole purpose Absolutely, in life to yeah, provide yeah. for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. How do you forgive yourself for that? Making him do that. I had never thought about that. He probably doesn't need forgiving because he was happy doing it, perhaps. Absolutely. He he was an amazing dad, and I, I sometimes feel like if I had known what I know today, mm-hmm. and I could have shared it with him, you know, my upbringing in his life could have been very much different. Mm. Yeah, I wonder though if you're thinking for him, like I said that. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you know we like I've got the most fantastic job in the world, I think. But sometimes <laughs> it's, this might be hard to believe. Is sometimes I go home and have a bit of a moan about it, but when I wake up in the morning, I think, wow, I just I'm so lucky to have that job. I can't wait to get here. So you know, I can't think of anything that I would rather be doing than what I'm doing right now. But yes, we do sometimes. You know, yeah, jeez, what about that? Celine Harlow came in today. You know, wow, didn't bring me any bread. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> but it could be that, couldn't it? Uh, should we be, not not saying should we, should we be happy with our lot, but, yeah, I mean, if we are, you're a very driven person, for instance. So you get out there and you know you want to go down that road. So yeah, regardless of what happens around you, you, you're focused and you're happy doing that. That's your purpose. Some people might just be happy doing what your dad did, just Absolutely. providing that's his purpose in life. Be a good dad, good husband, whole shooting box. I think you will know if what I'm saying right now resonates with you, if you know that you're mm-hmm. not really living the best life that you could live. And a lot of people who suffer from, de- from, who suffer from depression and anxiety actually know that they could be doing something that's much more different and much more, um, that would be much more enriching for them. So you will know in your heart if you're actually making excuses, if you're just like really, you're so afraid that you're not really even daring to imagine what it is that you could do with your life if money, health, time was no, were no issue. But if you're happy with your lot, then amazing. That is just so much more than m- what most people have. It's amazing and you don't need me in your life. Yeah. But if you know that you could be doing something much more different and there's something that you really, really, really want to do, then analyze your excuses. What excuses do you have? Mm. If your excuses were illusions, then what can you replace them with? Are you happy with your purpose? Is your purpose going to be changing or... Are you happy with the way you're going? My purpose is always changing. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my purpose is very much my business, but it's also um, creating a home for myself now and for my family. So I think your purpose changes with, um, you know, how much you grow as well in your life. And, you know, I'm in my 20s now mm-hmm. and my purpose is going to be very different when I'm in my 30s, 40s, Absolutely. 50s. And, um, but right now I'm very happy with my lot. And I know that I'm going, I'm just getting started, which is very exciting. It is exciting. And on those uh, very... Um, beautiful words <laughs> thank you it's <laughs> time for us to get out of here just remind our listeners we want to contact you for some purpose in our life how do we do that <laughs> so the easiest way is to get to my website mydoninglight.com and um, yeah on the website you will have lots of different ways to start working with me I have online trainings an online course I have private coaching you know one off one hour sessions with me it's just so many ways for you to um, be supported by me good on you Celine as always my pleasure you look after yourself we'll talk to you same time same place next time see you This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.